It's the same old story. It's been a long day at the job, or maybe it's just starting to feel long, and you feel that urge to stretch your legs and get a little bit of a break. You walk down the street, or maybe you get behind the wheel of your car, and you feel the weight begin to lift. You walk through the doors, and the sound of the place starts to clear the air. You get a table, you order your drink, you listen to the sounds of the bar, and soak in the conversation. Welcome to the TNE Speakeasy with your hosts, Caleb and Isaac. I made a mistake, and I think it was our first speakeasy when it was when we were talking about the ps5 mm-hmm. i made a mistake the ps5 is not the first ps console to play 4k it's actually the ps4 slim it came out in 2016 yeah i think i remember hearing about that too so i got that wrong i i went back and listened to that recent or i think yesterday or the day before and i was like ooh, i made a <laughs> I made a mistake there. I have to correct myself. Oh, fair enough. Again. Did the Xbox... What was that last one they did? Was it the... What was that last one? So there was the Xbox One, the Xbox One S, and I think the Xbox One X. Oh, it was X? Mm. I believe so. Isn't the new you know one Series on X? I already, I already messed myself up once. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to look that up right now, so you keep talking. Yeah, you know, um, there's something I want you to check out. You get the chance. Okay, go ahead. <laughs> it's something, Charles Bronson, you know that weird movie, House, that we watched? Weird Japanese movie? Oh, yeah! We're, I guess we can now do a comp, uh, uh, frame by frame? Yeah, we could do that, yeah. I, 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 get, I mean, okay, I don't want to, like, throw out there and not make any promises or keep any promises here, but, like... Oh, I'm sure we'll get to it eventually. I was definitely planning on breaking that out. I don't know how we would... I mean, I guess it is plot point by plot point, but are you comfortable with doing that? Or is it a little too nuts for you? Yeah, that might be better for a commentary. I, I really don't know. I don't even know what we'd we'll say part. in that commentary. I mean, then again, I've already seen it, so... Probably crack jokes, maybe? Yeah, that's a, a weird one. Very, very weird. But um, I found a podcast today called The Grind Bin. Uh-oh. And I was listening to their episode on, on House. Yep. And I found out that Charles Bronson did a weird, like, um, men's perfume commercial with the director of that movie. Oh boy! <laughs> and it's so it's so bonkers and amazing. It's not it's not like crazy in any way. Yeah. It's just it's like so bizarre that it's a commercial. And I've watched it like four times because I love Charles Bronson, and I just I can't believe he did he did this. So if you get the chance, I mean, it's like three minutes long. You could have a chat about that. <laughs> Uh, oh, okay. Um, let's see. First, I want to look up. Oh, yeah, yeah. I guess Xbox. Confirm, because uh... I know I've messed myself up on that one. Yeah, it looks like it was the one X. Oh, here we go. Hang on. So, yeah, it goes original SX. That's what it was. Yep, and that one had 4K. Yeah, I was actually tempted to get that. 
because my Xbox One has been so glitchy and terrible. But I was like, what the fuck's the point? I mean, they're putting out a new one. <laughs> um, so the original was 2013 to 16. The One S was 16 to present. One S All Digital Edition was 2019 to, to this year. And then One X is from 17 to 20. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah, it, it definitely looked like a better system, but I just, I didn't get the point of spending the money on it when they're putting out the new one so soon. Let me see, actually, what the PS4 is. So they unveiled the Slim, PlayStation 4 Slim in September 7th, 2016. So basically, the third generation of PS4 was the PS4 Pro. Oh, okay, yeah. I was curious which one was the most oh, wait, recent. Oh, wait, no, oh, wait, wait, wait. Oh. Okay, sorry, it's the opposite. The Slim. The Slim is the one that... Is just the PS4 3.0, and then the Pro is the Plus, basically. Yeah, see, I was so tuned out for the PS4, I didn't even recognize any of those names. <laughs> fair enough. <laughs> so I wasn't even looking at it. It just makes a lot more sense than Xbox. That's fair. Well, I'm looking forward to getting that PS5. It'll be nice to go back to PS2. It was the last time I owned... Actually, no, it would have been the PSP, most recent one I had. Oh, man. I haven't played that thing in a long time, but I lost it, unfortunately, so... Oh, really? Yeah, I still got mine sitting in a box, sadly. <laughs> Untouched, <laughs> unloved, and disdained. Uh, I would play it if I could, but I don't have any games for it anymore, so... I'm not lost. Oh, really? Yeah, I got rid of them all. Well, when I lost mine, I got rid of them all because I had no need for Oh, it. that's fair. Yeah, see, with when I lost my uh, Nintendo 64, I like kept all the games, because I was like, one day I'll get that... Nintendo 64 back one day. I never did. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah, I just finally took all my PSP stuff out of the box, put it on my bookshelf. I got quite a big stack of it still. Nothing ever gets used. Alright, let's see. So what's this... Yeah, let me look this part up, excuse me. So what was what was huh. this commercial you were talking about with Mr. Bronson? Yeah, here, I'll send you the link. Maybe we'll do a little commentary on it. It's like three minutes long, I think. Okay. <laughs> You want me to pre-watch this or just like live play-by-play uh, -play commentary? It's it's more the the baffling that, that it exists, so I think a commentary would be fine. I think I okay. I just went on the uh, just went into YouTube. I think I just see Steppenwolf. Oh, the new Steppenwolf. Yeah, I, Oof. I think like he's. I don't even know how to describe him, but he's <laughs> he's gold. He's got super horns. shredder, gold super shredder. Yeah, there you go. Gold Super Shredder. Thank you. That's way easier to remember now. Yeah, it's so ugly. It's just like, oh man, what were you guys thinking? But I don't know if it's a real image or not. But it's a still image. But I mean, like, I don't know if it's really what they're going for. If oh, it's yeah. just, like, rumor. I didn't pay enough maybe, attention to uh, to see. Maybe a little bit better than the uh, than the original version? I don't know it if looks, I can go that yeah, far. Yeah, it looks bad, but... <laughs> All right. Well, yeah, get the link. Yeah, it should be should be flying over the interwebs uh, to you now. I guess not interwebs. Uh, cell towers. The cell towers. See this in real time. Oh, there he is. Yep. Here we go. Nice. Yeah. So, I guess I'll have my volume up. People can hear it. It doesn't matter. I don't think it has any copyright on it. <laughs> Does do I need to hear it? Or is there any reason for? Oh yeah. Yeah, hearing it's a big part of it. Maybe okay, you can hear on. it on my end. This is impromptu, everybody. I love this. I just think you. I I was so amazed when I saw this, like right before you called. So I was just like, I gotta, I gotta share this. 
Did you know that yesterday was the coronavirus's birthday? The first confirmed case of coronavirus happened yesterday, last year. Yikes. Yikes. Yeah, exactly. That's sad to think. Yeah, what a, what a state. That little plug's under the world. Yeah, exactly. November 17th, 2019. Well, you know, very impressive for it. It's had quite a sweep. I mean... Man who sold the world. <laughs> I had a crazy dream last night. Sure. Or the night before, excuse me. So, like, from Monday to Tuesday. The dream went... I was listening to... Uh, which one was it? It was one of our commentaries. And mentioned I think it was King Arthur or one of the other ones and you mentioned heavy metal so that's that's in my brain so that's subconscious is obviously your your dreams work by your subconscious so obviously my subconscious came in there and then I've been thinking of some of my high school uh, classmates fellow classmates and one in particular who was in my youth group and her group of friends. So again, subconscious is that's that's where all all this meshes together. And then finally, I've been playing a Assassin's Creed Origins, and it's an open world game. And there's some really nice landscapes of ancient. Well, sorry, uh, 69 AD Egypt, I believe, or BC Egypt. Again, I know it makes no sense, but just they all my, it all comes together. So. I'm in this giant temple, and think of it like something out of heavy metal. Very weird. Like this, this grand temple slash uh, mausoleum, and these girls are there. They're all there, and then the part of it's my house as well. And all of a sudden, these Zardoz, I believe, yeah, <laughs> Zardoz-type beings, but it's not just one head. It's like thousands of heads start coming in, and kind of like a jigsaw puzzle slash like a like a, a, a set of Legos like form into this mausoleum or form. It's it's very weird. Sounds amazing. It sounds amazing. It's it's almost a fever dream, but it's not because I wasn't sick and I wasn't doing shrooms or anything like that prior to or hallucinogenics. Yeah, psychedelics. Come on. I don't do psychedelics, man. And they were they were assembling, and we got out of there. And then what looked like a landscape from Assassin's Creed Origins of, of Egypt, it looked like that. And we went to this house in that area, and the girls then left again. And I went looking for them just because it was relevant. I don't, I'm not, I'm not trying to, be, I'm not a skirt chaser or anything like that. I'm just like, I have to find these girls for some reason. It's a dream, you know, you're being it's pulled for some reason. Yeah, they're, they're, they're my. Uh, objective or the plot <laughs> yeah. follow them and or they're my guide through this weird landscape and there's this army or this this not benevolent but uh, malevolent force a p- oppressive force coming to get us do they have green glowing eyes uh, i don't think they did have green glowing eyes oh. is that which uh, is that from zardoz or is that from that's uh, tarna again with uh, heavy metal yes heavy metal yeah the demon army or whatever yep you're right <laughs> What was commentary to mention that one? Anyway. Yeah, it's the Night of Shadows, one I just put out. Oh, that's right. That's what it was. There you go. That's <laughs> literally the one it was. Uh, but anyway, yeah, this malevolent force was going through the land. That's probably why. Yeah, you know what? That's probably the reason. I was trying to find them so they didn't die. And not because 
I didn't think they were incapable of protecting themselves, but just to see <laughs> if they were around. I'd probably die to these guys because the dream, man. You know, you're you're the hero. They're the the people that you got to look out for. <laughs> Not so much. It was just seeing if they were okay, perhaps. Uh, but yeah, and then the dream ended. Very well, weird. Very strange dream. That sounds great. Thanks. That sounds awesome. Yeah, I love dreams like that. Oh man, you know, one day those those psych dogs are gonna come for you. Watched anything recently? Yeah, I watched an amazing movie with Linda Blair called Savage Streets. Savage Streets. Yeah, crazy, crazy revenge movie with her high schooler turns into like I don't know <laughs> some like queen badass. We also watched Exorcist Three. Is that better than Exorcist Two? Oh, much, much better. Yes. Yeah, Exorcist Two, uh, directed by the same guy who directed uh, Zardos and Deliverance. Yeah, it's a horrible, horrible movie. Interesting. The Wonder Blair's in it, so <laughs> she came back. Yep. Yeah, uh, Exorcist Three has maybe the best performance by Brad Dourif in it. He's so good in that movie. It's just crazy that people don't talk about it more. Was he in the other? two prior films? No, that's the only one he showed up in. This is the only one he showed up in. Yeah, and George C. Scott's in it, and he also gives like a career best performance for him. That's, really? Yeah, I was amazed by his uh, his work in that. Did you not like Brad Duroff in Chuck movies? Oh no, I really like him in those. But he's just, he reaches into like a crazy fever pitch in um, Exorcist 3 that I it was very, uh, very impressive work. And I also watched the two Exorcist prequels. Do you know anything about those two? <laughs> Have I told you about that crazy story? Is this... I think they were released recently, correct? Yeah, they came out in like 2004 and 5. Okay. That's but, not um, okay. I would think it's recent, but yeah, I guess it's not. <laughs> but, um... So, it was, uh... Some guy, I think his name's Caleb Carr wrote a screenplay for The Exorcist, and they hired a guy, Paul Schrader, like a weird 70s director, to come and direct it. And Stellan Skarsgård's in it. He's really good in it. But the studio hated it so much that they brought in the director of Deep Blue Sea, Rennie Harlan, and wow. created the exact same, basically oh, wow. the same movie. <laughs> and then that one was so terrible what that they released the original one, hoping to recoup some money, and they are both just abysmal failures. But I watched them in a double bill, and it's amazingly bizarre, because it's like, it's the same movie, but the style, the tone, everything's completely different. <laughs> a couple minor plot differences, but wow, basically the same movie. One of the strangest uh, double bills I've ever seen. But <laughs> but Stellan Skarsgård's amazing in that first one. I was really impressed by his work there. Maybe not amazing, but really good. Did you see Rob Ford's uh, movie that they put out about I'm him? I'm sorry, there's a movie out about Rob Ford. Oh, you didn't? Oh, um, yeah, it had, um, what's her name? Oh Bank yeah, uh, Mina. No, Mila. No, something Dobra. <laughs> Nina Dobra. There Can't we go. Nina Dobra. Yeah, Nina Dobra. Yeah, yeah. She was in it, and um, well, she's from in it. And it was a good movie. Or is it Manitoba? She's from one of those provinces. I don't know. She's yeah, from sure the where. East Coast. <laughs> yeah, she was. I liked her character on Degrassi, but it was pretty brief. Then she got Vampire Diaries. She's, and just, uh, she's, yeah, gone. she's, she's pretty good looking. I'll say that. <laughs> yep. Yeah, Brianna's is a big fan of hers, so we like she'll play her Instagram things and. Um, she yeah, like I want nice her person. to. I want her to get like a big, a big starring role in something like the next Ellen Page. I know. 
Yeah, that's actually the only reason that I know about that movie because Brianna just always she'll like plop one in. Oh, you need to grab Disney. Yeah, there movie. You go. Let's watch it. Let's see what it's she called. She was in Triple X: The Return of Xander Cage last year. Yeah, oh, she God, was in, she that, in that, and then oh. she was in Flatliners with Ellen Page. Funny enough. Yeah, which I've seen. And, Ugh. I know. Yeah, that was a remake. That could be a commentary. Ugh. And I've I when I was a kid, I watched Flatliners whenever it was on. Yep. And I was always like, do I even like this movie? Why do I keep watching it? I think I like the past. But <laughs> nice. Kind of reminds me of Event Horizon. Event Horizon's much better. Okay, there you go. Yeah, the movie was called Run This Town. Run This Town. It's all about his sexual uh his whole like burn. Yeah. What was uh who played him? Oh, it was weird. I think it was a guy in a fat suit. Oh boy. Like a weird CGI fat suit. I just... don't Okay, this is probably going to be terrible for me to say but the one person i could probably see play legit doug ford rob ford sorry i keep getting the two of them mixed up rest in peace to rob ford chris farley uh he's uh, i think he's too charming yeah there's nothing charming about rob ford nothing tra- nothing charming at all charming at all he's and very yeah when you see chris farley you just you just get a, put a smile on your face. You get like this, this wonderful yeah, smile. Yeah, it's, it's that John Candy kind of just. He's got a charming presence to him, and you just you like to see him. Both are humble men, and Rob, uh, Rob Ford. Well, I'm not gonna say that, but there were issues. Let's put it that way. Many, many. And that movie. Uh, if any of you are curious, Run This Town 2019. It discusses those issues, and yeah. He had some interesting sides, but ultimately a pretty ugly dude. Quite a character. Yeah. And I guess you're not a big fan of his brother, eh? No, not really. Yeah, I think so. It was Damien Lewis, by the way, who played him. So yes, definitely wearing a fat suit. Because Damien Lewis is very thin man. Damien Lewis. Isn't that the guy who was in... I'm probably wrong on this. Wasn't he Steve McQueen in... uh, Yeah. 100... 100... once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah, good catch. I, did, I didn't remember that, but I just clicked on it. He was him. also in... He's in that other show called Billions, and he was in... Yeah. Was it Jag? Or... Was he in Jag back in the day? Was it Jag or... No, it was... It was what other... Oh, Band of Brothers. I remember Band of Brothers, that. and... Is it Homeland, maybe? Maybe? He's in a... He's in a, he's in a show with Claire Danes. I know that for a fact. Yeah, that's Homeland. Okay, yeah. Yeah, funnily enough, Band of Brothers might be the only thing that I've seen with him in it. Oh, wait, and Dreamcatcher. Oh, that's so bad. It was either Dave Letterman I saw him be interviewed by him, or it was Stephen Colbert. I don't remember. But it was a... He just seemed like a very charming fellow. Oh. Yeah, just pretty... Yeah, well, he did a real good job playing uh, Doug Ford. I Rob. wouldn't have guessed it was him. Rob, fuck. <laughs> Oh, speaking of David Letterman, I think it was this time, not 20 years ago, but back in 80-something, 87 or 88, is when his his talk show first aired. Wow. And his first guest was Bill Murray, and then when he went to CBS in the mid-90s, it was Bill Murray, and then his last guest on his last show in 2015 was Bill Murray. That's awesome. Yep, that's pretty awesome. That's nice. Yeah, that was definitely sad when he left. I didn't even watch his last episode. I planned to, and I just it skipped it. Didn't. Oh man, like 
when he had Foo Fighters on there, they kicked butt. They it was so good, man. I liked it a lot. I I was a little bummed though. This is this is worth <sighs> from a different perspective, of course. When when Dave was uh, I think in the hospital for it was either surgery or it was cancer or a disease he had. Uh, Foo Fighters were in Brazil or South America somewhere, and. Dave said he wanted to hear Foo Fighters play. I think it was Everlong, was it? Yeah, I think it was Everlong. And they canceled their tour or their concert and went up to New York and I guess played it in front of him or played it near him. I'm like, that's dedication and heart, but at the same time, you just screwed over so many people in you know <laughs> a poor country that really were that's looking fair. to see it. Uh, these guys perform. Yeah, and so that is fair. I was like, okay, I'm not gonna call you out on that, but that's that's a little weird. That's that's disconcerting. Hopefully, they re- refunded him and then came. I back. really hope so. Like, I really hope they resume the tour with no uh, problems afterwards, and everybody was able to see them. And it still worked. Here's another topic. I swear we will get to we will get, we will get to this Charles Bronson. Ad. Oh yeah, shit! Look at that. Oh, and also. Might also want to add to all of you, go watch. I, I highly implore you, go and listen to the, not even listen to, watch the video, A Message for All of Humanity by Charlie Chapman. Probably one of the greatest speeches of the 20th century and ever, really. Yes, I have heard I have heard that many, many times. I used to listen to it for motivation when I was bodybuilding. Yep. Oh, well. <laughs> yeah, they used to combine it. I used to watch all these motivational videos oh, for bodybuilding. And, That's a whole other topic yeah. for another what do, you, what do you think of that message in of itself? Do you think it rings true both then and now? Yeah, both then and now, and now, yeah. Yeah, in that movie, by the way, it's on Netflix. They just released a whole bunch of Charlie Chaplin oh stuff on goodness, Netflix. Oh my goodness, that's awesome. Yeah, so you can see The Dictator. I've always wanted to see it, so it's finally my chance. I don't know if I have it in my collection down there. I should probably check. Oh, you've got a Chaplin collection? Yeah, I remember like four years ago now at this point, maybe. Yeah, you and I went to that one pawn shop in guilford and we got a oh god yeah cash converters <laughs> and i found three stooges tin case uh charlie chapman five nice. movie tin case and i think a universal monsters movie and then the green hornet oh like the comics no or the, uh, the the movie i wish it was the comics but no the movie yeah have you watched any of the the chapman i have set? not though <laughs> watching the other no. ones Though, because we're going to do those eventually, probably four uh, oh, commentaries, yeah. yeah, no, I'm going to start watching them. Yeah, I've only seen one Chaplin film, and I absolutely loved it. It was called City Lights. Ooh, nice. But it was such a beautiful movie. I was like, wow, I should really be watching more of this stuff. Yeah, it was a torrential downpour today. So I, I, we get off work, not work, we get off the last site by like 4.55 and get back to the shop by like yeah. 5.00. 20 it's pitch blackout like it's it's just pitch blackout by that point yikes that's gross and i'm pretty sure on a side i went on a sketchy not sketchy but like went on a side road that at night and raining it's just completely sketchy so uh, i think i might have accidentally hit a mailbox (laughs) with a giant box truck really with a a giant gmc savannah Oops. Definitely got to avoid that place uh, next yeah. time. Yeah. 
Well, maybe it reminds me of that time when I was driving down that road that I always get to your, go to get to On your 17. place. Yep, and it was a snowy night and some car had spun oh, out. Boy. And they were sitting sideways and taking up the uh, the whole one lane and part of the other Good lane. Grief. They didn't have their lights on. I didn't see them, and I was driving at, like, probably 90. And they flashed their lights on just as I was about to smash into them, and I swerved out of the way, and it was such a nightmare. Think, like, I'm so glad I've never been into an accident. At least one that I caused in any way. Yeah, no. We did have that one accident that we were in, uh, but... <laughs> you want to tell the story of what happened there? Uh, you can if, if you want. Right. I mean, it's, it's been a long time. When was that, like 2014? Alright, so this was, this was like, either November or December, I think it was December 2014. So we were going on Marine Drive, all the way out in, near Richmond, jeez. <laughs> uh, we're near the Skytrain, so we're near where Commercial and Broadway is. And we're going through a suburb road, there we go. And for some strange reason, I don't know if he, I, I forget if he was acting weird up to the point of... Him, you know, suddenly brake checking us. Now, what he'd done is we turned at the same time onto that yep. street, and he had his turning signal on the whole That's time right. he was yep. driving. He did. So I was like, "Did he leave it on? What the fuck's going on? Is this guy turning?" And for a while, I was going slow because I was like, "Is he gonna turn?" I was like, "I guess he just left it on." So I drove regularly. Yeah, and then he slams on his brakes to turn all of a sudden, and I'm like, "Oh fuck!" And I slam my yep. brakes. And the person behind us just couldn't slam on their brakes in time and swerved out of the way but smashed into the side of my car. And they fucking smashed into a light. <laughs> and then the fucking light fell yeah, on Yeah, they like then so what happened was they yeah, they, they turned to try to not, you know, smash into us fully. We still got the brunt of it. And then they like yeah. went over I think they went over the curb or the curb was low enough to the ground so that it didn't wreck their uh, frame at all. But yeah, then it hit into a light post and Light post didn't fall down. However, the cover yeah, the holding light. the light fell down <laughs> while the light was still in place. Yeah, the light cover there. You go. Actually, yeah. wait, I don't remember yeah. if the light was still on or not. I think the no, I I feel like the light came down too. Oh yeah, I... no, the light did come down. I totally did. And that was the first ever accident, like car accident, I was ever in. Oh, and wow. the adrenaline was just like pumping in me. It was like, oh man, I feel so alive. Yeah, we we got out. And we ran over to them to see if they're okay. Oh, yeah. And these guys were pretty cool dudes as well. Yeah. Yeah, I was like, oh, shit. And that motherfucker just sped away and... He just gone. took right off. Like, didn't even... Probably didn't even realize what had happened. Well, it seemed like they sped away, but maybe that's my memory. <laughs> Playing tricks on me. It seemed like they were gone in a yeah, flash. Yeah, like, but... oops, what happened here? Yeah, and I was so pissed. I was so yeah. pissed. I was like, that fucking idiot... Like, just put your signal on when you're going to fucking turn, you motherfucker. You could have really like hurt I those said, people. Like I said, not everybody knows. Like, could hurt us. No human being knows how to drive properly. Yeah, that's that's the, the hazard to driving in, uh, especially that area, like Vancouver oh, area at dude. all. Seems like people just don't understand I'm, how to drive. Okay. Uh, I don't know if you've seen the one by the Guilford Mall. That's where I went to go see Alita, Alita Battle Angel. Yep. Like, uh. I guess three weeks this ago. This was, uh, by the way, this is on the other side, so it's literally on the opposite end. It's where the library is. No, I didn't see it, but yeah, that's no, it's where the Guildford oh, library oh, by is. the pool and stuff, right? Yeah, the library comes first. The pool comes like fifteen years later. That's my bodybuilding gym. Oh, really? Okay. Well, the gym was there beforehand. Yeah. The pool doesn't come in there until twenty fifteen. 
Well, actually, you know you. I just need this moment at the pool because when you drive past it, you see. Well, yeah, the pool. now you see the pool because <laughs> there never used to be a pool. And I was always like, oh, there should be a pool here, and now there's a pool. And you know me, I love water, so I always love seeing pools because I'm like, hey, look at that! It's like a nice little body of water. And yet this mother guy doesn't even swim. No, I just like to look at it. I think it's visually stunning. Oh, by the way, like, spoiler, not spoiler, but this is a prelude to this the series that I'll do. Your horror by the or your sea shanties of horror has inspired me. Yep. Because now I realize I love something equally amount with water in it. Ooh, I'm fascinated. This one is. I was gonna do it this month, but we can't because of obvious reasons. And it's not prevalent to the month itself. Like the the, the series of movies, not movies, but like random movies I pick out will not be in that month set in that month. But cold November rain. I love rain i love being in the rain and i now realize i love films about the rain yes it's very beautiful on screen so you have to catch it right because a lot of times it can just look like it's not even there there's that one scene in the invisible man yep when she like goes out of the insane asylum like i always thought that scene just ran a little bit too long but i love being in it because i love the rain is beautiful on that suit yeah that's such a cool scene does this mean I'll do Singing in the Rain? Maybe. I, I mean, know. I got my box set up there. I love that film. Kind of the obvious thing to do. <laughs> but I already have two picks out. I think it's the first yep. one and then the last one respectively. And this first one, you're going to be like, oh boy. I just immediately thought of one, but go uh, ahead. The first one is Blade Runner. Okay, yep. Theatrical edition. By the way, there you go. There you go. Air quotes. Yeah, no, not even air quotes, but in explanations, theatrical edition. We're not doing. We're we're going back to. We're doing that one first. Yeah, the only the one. The only I like. one that you like, and Actually, probably that I like as well, because there's no is Decker a replicant or not because of this scene here and this added scene there and whatnot. Yeah, and you get the comical uh, narration. Very fun. I have no problem with them making an ultimate release. <laughs> Of, like, all the editions are there, and you can choose. That's what I got. Oh, you have that? That exists? Yep. Okay. See, I, see I, I'm so strange, because I dislike Blade Runner, yep. right? But I think I've watched it five times since I started my yep. book. And I first bought the final, whatever that final one is, cut. final cut. Then I went and bought the director's cut, and I spent years tracking down that theatrical cut until I finally bought um, the ultimate one. So I bought it three times, I don't even like the film. <laughs> And I've seen all the cuts. I just, I don't know why I keep watching it. <laughs> Every time I'm like, ah, oh, there's just not much I like here. And I'm like, why am I watching sure. it again? <laughs> I think I, I think I came to that conclusion when I kept thinking about, well, first off, the original idea I had was I was thinking about how if we wanted to show in, in the film Alien, I'm like, what would that, what, would, what does the Earth look like? I guess it looks heavy metal inspired, of course, because the ship is heavy metal inspired. Sonic hit me. It was like, mm-hmm. oh, it probably looks like Blade Runner. And I started thinking of that. And I remember the end scene. Like, the end scene is always in my brain of, you know, Rucker Howard, you know, t- like, tears in the rain. That speech and how wonderful it is. I don't know if you like that speech or not. Yep. One of the, another one of the highlights, Rucker yeah, Howard's great in that role. And I just remember that rain and whatnot. And it was raining when I was thinking of that. And I'm, it, I guess it hit me. It was like, Holy sh! I love rain, and I lo- I don't know if I love rain films so much, but I guess I do now. 
I guess that could be the exploration. See what, uh, just run through a bunch of movies that have yeah, a lot of rain. Yeah, there you go. And the second and last one is one that I've wanting to show you for a while. I still haven't watched it yet, but keep meaning to. It's called That Cold Day in the Park. And you've oh. not heard of it. <laughs> nope. That's one I'll, yeah. Uh, that's one we'll have to pre-watch, obviously. That one might have to be up scene by scene, maybe, because it's, oh, okay, it's sure. actually a thriller. Oh, yeah, anime or no? Live it's action? it's from 1969. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Huh. You know the uh, you know the director Robert Altman. Yep. Yep. That's that's one of his first films. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yep. Wow. Oh, that sounds fun. Yeah, we've not covered a 60s film yet, so oh no, wait, no, we, we did. haven't. Surprisingly, we did actually. It was a uh, Ghidorah the Three-Headed Monster. Oh yeah, we did. Yes, and any afterwards when we. <laughs> Go back on, you know, Godzilla band or train, excuse me. Yeah, our next one will be a 70s yeah, one. Yes, yeah, it's fun. Yeah, still... yeah, I was going to say the one that I immediately jumped to was uh, Weathering with You. Talk about a fucking movie with rain. Yeah, that... Well, that was, was that a recent movie? <laughs> a whole movie. <laughs> was that a recent movie? Yeah, I don't think we saw it together. It was that animated. Did you, did you see it? I think you said you went to go see it. Oh, yeah, no, I saw yeah. that one. What am I talking about? Yeah, it's like Tokyo. Just I guess. Yeah, no. I guess we'll do that one. Expert. I have no problem with that. <laughs> Although, I'm looking at more cold. Because when I think of because mm. when I think of rain, I think of cold weather and how cold it can be. And that movie is so bright. Like that movie is very bright, and vibrant. And oh yeah. Warm. I know there's a feeling of cold in that film, but I'm thinking more of the rain we have here on the coast uh, in the city. That's because fair. It just gets cold, and as my cousins boyfriend came over here from calgary and his his verdict was that yeah you get cold in calgary and it gets to your it gets to your you get frostbite in your fingers but here you get cold and it goes to the bone and same with the rain the rain just goes straight to the bones yeah it really does i'm like really so we do have a new level of coldness we could do that one but i don't know I, i i want films that are set in a cold with with cold cold and rainy like just that that kind of movie and there it's there's probably a list on reddit or any of those movie websites out there have you seen seven? Oh, that's a that's a good movie yeah that's i've seen par- parts of it yeah i feel like there's a fuck ton of rain in that, that film is... it's been a, it's been a couple of years but david fincher no yep yep, yep. Fincher. <laughs> well okay thanks yeah, nice yeah, I feel like he did that one right after Alien 3. I think that was kind of like, okay, I need to really prove that I'm a good director after that fucking disaster. <laughs> Almost ruined my well, career. Well, could be one. Uh, singing in the Rain, obviously. Uh, another one I thought of that came to mind, obviously, can't... I don't know why I thought of this, but Godzilla 2014. And I guess even <laughs> well, Godzilla 98 as well. Because there's a lot of rain. Yeah, there's it. a lot of rain in both those yeah. films, yep. Yeah, I'm trying to think of some other ones, but... The end of Back to the Future Part 2. I mean, there's this one stupid movie with, um... Christian Slater? I think it's called Hard Rain. <laughs> and it's, like, during, like, a hurricane or something. Or maybe not even a hurricane. I just remember there being a lot of rain in it. And they're, like, in a flooded city. It's a really stupid movie. I think Morgan Freeman's in it, too. Oh, yeah, it's on your Blu-ray. I've seen it in your shelf before. Yeah. 
I remember I liked it as a kid just because I'm like, hey, it's a flooded city. It's 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 yeah, it's water. It's underwater. Yeah, right? you know, like I like hurricane movies. Oh, I guess maybe John Wick. Oh yeah, yeah, definitely. that end fight. And I also oh the other one I was thinking of wasn't a movie, but it was episode one of Daredevil. Yeah, there's a lot of rain in that too. The yeah. end fight scene with the rain is just beautiful. Yeah, it, depending on how this Queen's Gambit uh, show turns out, maybe we could do that series one day. Just do an overview. Shape of Water has some rain in it, but that's also like a monster movie at the same time. So. Oh yeah, that's what I was gonna say. The host. The host. Uh, Bong Joon Ho. Yeah, that movie's got a ton of rain. Oh, this is an experimental idea, but we watch the movie, like a movie, so it's preset. So they do all their, they can do all the scenes that they want to. But we watch a movie of heavy rain playthrough. Oh, like you know how in on YouTube they have video game movies, not movies, but like the cutscenes all in a movie at once. You imagine yep. that, but we watch Heavy Rain. That cutscene movie idea was is an idea that I've wanted to do somehow. We're gonna do it at some point. I don't know how. Just just sit and do like commentary on it. You're, you're saying not play the game, right? We're playing the game. We're watching the cutscenes, and we're commentating on them, or it's and acting, treating it like it's a movie, animated piece or mm. whatnot. It's I know it sounds weird, but it's like if we watched a playthrough. Of somebody, not even playthrough, but we watched the cutscenes of um, Hellblade. Yeah, how long is how long do you think that'd be? Some of them are like five hours, some of them are three hours. I feel like we can cut them, like we can split them into parts. Oh yeah, yeah, not not like five. Jeez, don't worry, I'm not. I mean, I know I'm saying, but like, (laughs) we're not doing that. (laughs) Well, I mean, remember your whole uh, let's do three Star Wars movies in one day. We got close. We got close. We came close. (laughs) Oh, we did it. We basically did it. Oh, yeah. But uh, no, don't. I don't know how great they turned out. But. No, Dunkirk doesn't have any rain at the end. Oh, wait. I remember what I was going to say. Matrix Revolutions. Oh, God. Yeah, there's a lot of rain in that. That's for sure. The fight uh. scene just takes place in the rain. I guess Ghost in the Shell might also count, maybe. Both live action and animated. Yeah, I'd re- I just realized I never showed you my steelbook that I bought. <laughs> Mondo Steelbook. Is it the same one I have? I feel like we have different ones. Oh, just send me a picture, eh? On, uh, on the font. Yeah, I guess I should do that. We might have the same one. But I, I thought yours looked different, but it's been a while. Oh, yeah. I gotta get to bed here. We gotta watch this. <laughs> I'm sorry. Alright, hang on. So I'm on the I'm on the screen. Press play in 3, 2, 1. 3, 2, 1. Hypothetical 0. And then on the 0, you hit it, basically. So 3, 2, 1. Click. It's something that's 3 minutes and 32 seconds, right? 33, but yeah. It says 32 for me. Press play in 3, 2, 1. Play. And we're just going off my sound, yep. right? Yeah. Yeah, so I actually think this person maybe did this edit of it. But it, oh, I'm not sure. It might be a, just a, a longer version. But... It actually gives the music... Um... Not the music, but it gives... Yeah, see, this part I think you just threw in there. Okay. I'm not hearing any music on your end, by the way. Oh, there we go. It just started. Lovers of the World. Lovers of the World. Alright, open up, we see. They're not the best quality, but... Interesting, we're in a... In a desert somewhere. Is that a fake cow, or... We land them. 
Oh, there's a horse. Yeah, so, I mean, it looks like, you know, Charles Bronson. He's this icon of Westerns, you know, he's living a good life. World of Mando. I don't know what Mando is. Whoa, jumping up. Well, it's it's a perfume. This is, uh... Oh my. <laughs> as I said, directed from the director of House, a perfume commercial. And I think this is right around Death oh Wish. Oh my Like, 1974. Because this is exactly how he looks in Death Wish. And he's, he's just, like, he's living a great life. He's got his harmonica from Once Upon a Time in the West. You know, now we're getting some beauty shots. There we go. Interesting. Rubbing all over his bod. Oh, he's, he's bathing oh, in it yeah, now. Oh, yeah, he's... Whoa, okay. <laughs> Look at that. Oh, some nice setup with the... Oh, oh no, everyone's yeah, well, clapping. Yeah, congratulations for, you know, being in this commercial. I don't know where that was <laughs> taken from. You wear the perfume. Everyone claps when you enter the room. You clap, too. You're just... Hey, man, you get a lifetime uh, supply of mantle. Somewhere in space. Hey. Happiness is thing. Look at him. Oh, he's so Look happy. Me, I'm going to be the next hey, James Bond. He's got his pipes. Oh, he looks like he had a high patch there. <laughs> nice zoom. <laughs> Whoa, look at him, this guy. Uh, it might have been a scene from Death Wish. Yeah, here's no some idea. footage of Death Wish. There we go. Yeah, this is all... Actually, some of this looks like the mechanic. Oh, yeah, okay. This might be the mechanic. Oh, this is Death Wish here. Yeah, okay. Yeah, I don't know if I mentioned the podcast, but big Bronson fan, so... <laughs> yeah, those will come on, the, on our channel at some point. Yeah, so I definitely have a Bronson... Oh, oh, what the Oh, keychains, oh. folks. It's getting weird. He's got the, oh, the helicopter. Look at him. Yeah, he's, he's running with a horse uh, and he's chopping some wood. Oh, I can't even tell. Now we're going back to the beginning. Yeah, no, now we're in the beginning again. Yeah, this is the part where... And uh, now... Yeah, now, now we got the spread again. He's, he's treating he's it like it's small. a revolver. He's he's doing Russian roulette with his... With his Starring Charles Bronson. Look at that. <laughs> Some of these shots. Look at him. He's smooth. He's got a grizzled jaw. He's a cool guy. Yeah, you wear and this perfume, man, and you're just, you live a life of luxury. You're, you're loaded. <laughs> uh, like his guns in the background, you're loaded. Yeah, of course, they have to have the guns in the back, too. <laughs> Does Mandum still exist? I don't know. Let's quickly take a look. But I don't want to buy some after that. I mean, I want to be Charles Bronson. Yeah, man. Like, who wouldn't want to be Charles 70s. Bronson? I guess he was an NRA enthusiast. Yeah, I believe he was, yeah. Well, what can you do, you know? So it was founded in 1927? Yeah, I mean, it looks like they're still going. And in the 80s, they finally uh, branched over to doing some women's products as well. So maybe they did a, a I don't know, fucking, who's a female star of the 80s? Sean uh, Young? Did Sigourney Sean Weaver? Young? Did they get Sigourney? Oh, man, I want to see Sigourney's. Oh, man, I want to see that. That would, that would be interesting, I'll say that. Or, you know, you know what? No, her, um, her, her, her sister from another universe, uh, Adrian Barbeau. Yeah, I mean, Barbeau, I mean, she wasn't really the star in the same way. You know, Bronson, he was a huge deal. That's what I'm saying. But in another universe, she has the same amount. She, she has Sigourney Weaver's career career and is her sister because they literally look identical. <laughs> oh, yeah, I forgot you said that in the fog. Yeah, they look pretty similar. But... Very similar. Your Jamie Lee Curtis, I guess, was pretty big yeah. at that time. I think. I'm trying to think, who was the first? Who's uh, Who played, what's her name, Marion? Uh, Miriam from... Indiana Jones. Oh shit! I, this is a name I should know. Um, I guess Linda Car- Carter. Not, but well, yeah, Linda Carter, maybe. 
don't know if that would count. Karen. I meant uh, I meant Linda. Oh yeah, Karen something. Linda Hamilton. That's who I was thinking of. Linda Hamilton. Actually, Karen Allen was the right. Karen name. Allen. That's who it was. The old Miriam. Yeah. No, she didn't have any sort of career. I saw her in something else. She was um, in. Um, what's that stupid movie called again? It's the one with. Uh, it's the one with. Joe Belushi in a toga. Animal House? Oh, yeah, she's in that awful movie. Yeah, I own it because it came in like a, a set with, um, what's it called? Blues Brothers? Weird Science oh, and some other thing. Okay. But yeah, I've, I never I never had any interest in that movie because I don't like frat comedy. It's not good. I yeah. don't like it. I prefer, obviously, uh, Blues Brothers and Spaceballs over that. Yeah, my Blues Brothers set comes with Fletch, too. Oh, There's wow, Fletch. okay. I, I actually <laughs> like, what was that one? Meat, uh, was it Meatballs? No, Stripes. I like Stripes. That's that's a pretty good movie. Oh, yeah, Stripes. That's one I haven't seen since I was a little kid. I used to like Bill Murray comedies when I was a kid. Like, I love What About Bob? Uh, Ghostbusters, I haven't seen that one in 10 years, I'd say. Yeah, I own it, but I probably haven't seen it in 10 years yeah. either. Or, of course... um. Uh, what's that? Fuck! I was gonna say Hot Shots, but it's definitely hot not Hot Shots. <laughs> it's Caddyshack. Caddyshack. That's that's a fun one as well. Yeah, he's he's fun in that. Even if it doesn't make any sense, it's still a fun movie. Oh, yeah. by the way, that that movie that Karen Allen was it was Cruising. It was Alpha Cruising. Gino. Okay. Directed by William Friedkin, director of The Exorcist, and what an ugly movie. It's all about like, circled around. That's how we end it. Serial killer and like the gay community, and it feels like strangely homophobic. And they've got like real Jeez. anal fisting in the film. Okay, to end on a more positive note, <laughs> not a positive note, but gee, that's shocking. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I I don't think I like any National Lampoon's movies except for except for maybe Christmas Vacation. I never did see any of the other ones. I know I've seen most of them at when I was like when I like comedies, but I've never had any interest in going back. So I mean, maybe that tells you something. <laughs> Even Christmas Vacation, they're playing in the theater. I think maybe right now, or maybe maybe in December. And I was just like, maybe I'll see it, but I really don't. Probably not care. I play Gremlins again. Wait, can you like <laughs> go see movies in the theaters? I actually don't know. I mean, we could both just happen to go to the like, same Oh, movie. hey, what are you doing here? I don't think we could sit together or chat after. I think we just have to leave. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but yeah, two hours. I mean, this was only supposed to be like, I don't know, like an hour. I'm sorry if I kept you from your sleep. Go to, go to bed immediately. It was fun. Yeah, talking to it you. It was great, yeah. man. This was fun.
Yeah. So this is this is kind of this is I think a topic of discussion and something that you probably are heavily heavily into not heavily into but you've been I think wanting for for years. Warning, this is slightly getting political, but who cares? Let's see. So this is local news. Vancouver Mayor Kennedy Stewart, for those who don't know, proposes decriminalization of simple drug possession. Stewart announced Wednesday that he would be uh, tabling a motion to do so next week. Motion is if the motion is successful, Vancouver would become the first Canadian jurisdiction to do so. This was today, May, uh, dating ourselves November eighteenth. Eighteenth, yep, eight November eight. This is November nineteenth or something. Oh, this is because this is on the Vancouver Sun. I think they're gonna like, literally post this tomorrow uh, in the in the paper itself. Anyway. Mayor Kennedy Stewart has proposed a new plan to decriminalize personal drugs, uh, possession of drugs in Vancouver. By the way, I'm looking at this one up on the Vancouver Sun. I guess they could all just look this up, but I just typed in, was it Vancouver decriminalization drugs, or decriminalizing drugs. Stewart announced his intent Wednesday to table a motion to city council next week that would shield residents from criminal liability due to simple drug possession. If passed, the mayor's motion would direct the city to seek an exemption from federal drug laws in order to address urgent public health concerns caused by the overdose crisis and COVID-19. Section 56 of the Controlled Drugs and Substances Act permits the health minister to grant exemptions for, quotes, any person or class of persons, end quote, uh, if it's deemed necessary for a medical or scientific purpose or otherwise in public interest. In the past, this exemption has been used to pave the way for supervised consumption sites in Vancouver and allow pharmacists to prescribe controlled substances amid the pandemic. I will keep going, but thoughts so far? Oh, that's great. That's finally doing something, at least, you know. I kind of thought everyone forgot about the drug epidemic. This was quoted by Global. I know I'm not, I I can't bring the article up. You can look this up yourself, but trust me, this is, I'm paraphrasing slightly. So far this year for the downtown east side and or at least this city alone, we've had the worst cases of like the highest amounts of overdoses ever. Yeah, I've heard about that. This year alone. All right, continuing on. Parentheses, personal possession and use of drugs is not a criminal justice issue. And parentheses, Stewart said, it's a health issue. This action is long overdue, Stewart said, citing the more than 1,500 overdose deaths in Vancouver since a provincial health emergency was declared in April of 2016. The COVID-19 pandemic has only worsened the crisis, interrupting the usual supply of illicit substances and creating a dangerously contaminated toxic drug supply. This year is on the track to be the worst one yet for overdose deaths with over 300 in Vancouver this year alone. Okay, there you go. There's my, there's the numbers there. Stewart is now heeding uh, calls for an approach already seen elsewhere in the Pacific Northwest. The November election saw Oregon become the first U.S. state to decriminalize simple drug possession. Yeah, that was awesome. Good for them. For as shitty as other things have been, it's been a good year for uh, at least that movement. At least here in Canada and the U.S. Again, I I don't want to bring up tunnel vision and, and, and close my ears off to them, but I would like to focus on Canadian policies first rather than just american policies because that's, yeah, that's all fair. we hear about that's fair and so it's I, I want i want our bills and or our laws to be passed or 
to actually work. Parentheses, my plan would see Vancouver lead the way as the first Canadian jurisdiction to decriminalize personal possession of illicit substances, said Stewart in a news release, citing support from Premier John Horgan, Provincial Health Officer Dr. Bonnie Henry, and Vancouver Coastal Health Chief Medical Officer Dr. Patricia Daly. Daly stressed that decriminalization can help to engage vulnerable people by reducing the stigma around drug use. Her quotes in the 2018 BCH Chief Medical Health Officer's Report, I recommended decriminalization of personal possession of substances as part of the overall strategy, including prevention, harm reduction, and improvements to the addiction system of care to address the overdose crisis, she said. I support this motion, and should it be approved by the council, my office will work with the City of Vancouver and Vancouver Police Department on next steps. Decriminalization is ordered by civil society groups such as Pivot Legal Society, I don't know what that stands for, the uh, Canadian Drug Policy Coalition, and Canadian HIV AIDS Legal Network. Mayor Stewart's motion reflects what the community is asking for in order to help end the overdose crisis and save lives. The Overdose Prevention Society supports this motion 100%, said Sarah Blith, exclusive director of society. Oh yeah, she was on Global Tonight. She certainly had a strong motion for that. I also hear that the VPD actually strongly was for this as well. Oh, really? Wow, yes. that's good. Good for them. Yeah, good for them. Will this save face after, you know, what's been happening here? I fully don't know, but... Caitlin Shane of uh, Pivot Legal Society argued this action would save lives. She quotes, It's not a silver bullet, but it's a critical step toward ending a war that is needlessly killing our community, she said. Decriminalization is a moral imperative, and we encourage other cities and the province of BC to follow Vancouver's lead. In a news release, VPD Police Chief Adam Palmer said that his department has long treated substance and addiction as a public health issue. Quotes, as such, we support decriminalizing the possession of small amounts of illicit drugs for personal consumption and the creation of additional health care and community support structures to ensure people get the help they need, he said. End quotes. Decriminalization of illicit drugs isn't the same as legalization. Manufacturing and trafficking these substances would remain illegal. Make that clear. Uh, Stewart's motions will go before council on Tuesday. And that is the end of that. I just thought of something, though, with what the police chief... I hope that's not a... I just came up with this idea to get good with the public. Like, save my face. I hope not. I hope this is something that they've wanted for years. Yeah, you know, I'm not too sure about their stance. I've really not heard much about it. This is the first I've heard of it. I mean, hopefully. Uh, And agreed. I've never heard this before. Um, But I will say positive about those cops... That one big pot rally that I attended yep. back in 2010, it was surrounded by those cops and they were all like super nice and supportive. And I was like 16 and they were totally fine with me and my friends just staying around smoking pot. And there was even one nice cop who was like, hey, don't smoke too much now. And like smiled at us and waved. And I was like, hey, you know, this is probably the best interaction I've ever had with the police that one one day. Yep. At least at the time. <laughs> I mean... Hey man, like I said, when I was at the, it was either 2015 or 2016, Pride Parade, this was the only time you could attack cops with water guns and not get arrested. That's nice. But, you know, if you try to attack uh, firefighters with, you know, water guns and whatnot, you know, for just fun's sake, you're probably going to get hosed. Oh yeah. And that's the only time they can hose people without it looking bad. 
even though somebody would take that footage <laughs> and, you know, yeah, oh, was it uh, repurpose it so that it looks like it's sure, in another country? Intent, but it's like everybody <laughs> around uh, in the parade would probably be like laughing and cheering. So I don't get it. Like, how do you, how do you edit that? Is I mean, you could just say screams of. Yeah, you change the sound. Yep. They're all cheering for their deaths. I don't know, but. Or you just use the image and you're like cops, uh, like brutalizing people with water guns or water guns. Fire. Yeah, no. Fire well, I was also talking about fire department, but yeah, sure, that works too. Oh yeah, not the cops, the the fire. But they they could just say the cops too. They don't care. The cops did as well. They could literally just have an image come beforehand saying like, oh yeah, bring out the fire hose or something like that, with a dub voice of like, bring out the fire hoses. It's the lip flaps aren't even like synced up. They have a picture of cops in riot gear, and then they have that oh, picture man. right beside right it. There. Just you make the uh... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, fuckers. Yeah. Well, hopefully that's just, that's just one positive thing I found out today, and was very happy to hear about. Yeah, good for them. Good for them. I also heard, and again, this has been confirmed that Trudeau actually was not JT. Excuse me, JT was unsupportive of decriminalizing uh, street drugs. At least na- glo- uh, country-wise, wide. Yeah, unsupported. Maybe not unsupported, but did he at least like? Did he at least be like, "I respect this move"? I have no idea. I didn't. Vancouver, they're having a didn't very get big a statement. Problem. He recently that issue was brought up back in September, so you can go back and look through the news reports of that somewhere. But mm. I think the idea of starting regionally and then working your way to provincially and then nationally would be I think could work and just to be clear you said that he only tabled the idea right like they're not actually pushing forward with it right now this is the this is yeah Mary Kennedy correct like he's tabling it yeah he he clearly said he was tabling it also we have our own recording so you can go back and listen to that you will listen to that I I was just I was more asking you oh yes he (laughs) is tabling it so nothing is set in stone yet but he's He's on board with this. It's not like he's a shrew politician, as far as I'm aware. Well, hopefully, hopefully, uh, it's not just kind of um, just like a publicity stunt. Fuck. Yeah, I, I with this. Well, I was also saying about the cops, but yeah, I hope this isn't a publicity stunt. And yeah, you know, <laughs> yeah, you convinced me of this this crusade, I guess you would call it, or a movement years ago. And yeah, I'd say movement. <laughs> crusade is what I would call the other side. Crusade is. Is is very tainted. It's it's got a bad rep on it, as it should. <laughs> a lot of blood mired up in crusades. <laughs> a lot of years spent in prison. Yeah, for... everybody look up antonyms and or synonyms of crusade and then use those words instead. Inquisition, maybe the drug inquisition. That's even worse. <laughs> That's worse. Yeah, whatever. The... I would say war. Well, yeah, drug war is almost a, a kind word for it. <sighs> Yeah, it implies that there's an enemy. Like, are the people who take the drugs the enemy? Because that's really the way they seem to prosecute it. Or is it the is it the war with the drug cartels? Because government tends to prop them up. And well, like... we don't really do much with the drug cartels <laughs> now, anyways. 